Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the unconscious patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Did you know that you may be getting support from the higher realms? What does that support look like? What should we watch out for? And what are the various higher levels of beings that are doing what they can do to help? Today, we're going to be talking about the council, allies, and guides, what makes them different, how they work, and how they can help us. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. Today in Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, we're discussing allies, guides, and the council. Help from the higher realms. So those of you who don't know, I am an acupuncturist and mm -hmm. I have a practice. Yep. And I've gotten psychic readings in the past mm -hmm. and all of those people have said that there's guides with me in the treatment room, like yeah. spirit guides. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, in your opinion, mm -hmm. do we receive help from higher planes like that? Guides, ascended masters? Yeah. Yeah. What does that look like? Yeah, totally. So we can, and there, you're right. So if you, even if you look at tarot cards, right, there's like ascended master tarot cards, mm -hmm. there's like light worker cards, there's like um, angel cards. I mean, there's a whole bunch of different things, and they, people talk about guides all the time, and it can be really confusing. Mm -hmm. Like, what, is, what does all that mean? Okay, so again, this is from my perspective on spirit level, reading frequency signatures, right? Yeah. Just so that people understand where it is that yeah. I'm speaking from. Okay, so from my perspective, there's, um, I'm going to talk about the council, okay, which you and I have talked about, I think, before in the past, but we're going to talk about the council. We're going to talk about guides, and we're going to talk about uh, ascended masters, because mm -hmm. I think um, those are things that people come across in mm -hmm. their journeys, and I think it's important to know a little bit about them. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... Your um, council, so the council is of the highest resonance possible, okay? The function of the council is to help beings that are rising in consciousness to rise faster mm. and higher. That is their function. They are there to help consciousness rise, period, okay? okay? So it's not about like, do you know what I mean? There's no like judgment around it. It's just like, yeah. is this being quickening like in terms of the frequency resonance enough that, and consistently enough that we come in to help? And that's, it's a team or? Yes, that's a really good question. Yeah, a so, council wouldn't be one, one person. person. Yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> they tend to be around people. So this, so this is voluntary, okay? So they choose. So it's not, okay. um, so what will happen is that as you rise in frequency resonance, more and more beings will enter your council, okay? Mm. Because they're, they will sort of like stake their own frequency resonance behind yours to give you more momentum upward. Hmm. Does that make sense? It's mm -hmm. sort of like they give you a vote of confidence, mm -hmm. but they come into the council to give you more momentum. And it's a tremendous honoring when that happens. You can't request it. You can't be like, oh, okay, so I'd like to have the Buddha in my council. Like that. Can you request uh, a council in general? No. Oh, they it, just come to you. Yes, it oh. has nothing to do with what cool. you want as a human. Okay. It has, it has nothing to do with that. Mm -hmm. You can want them all day long, but they choose when they come in. Okay. okay? And it, it, these are beings of a very high consciousness and a very high resonance, and 
yeah, you don't summon them. They come to you when they when they feel like they want to. So and so different beings can enter this council, right? So a lot of people, um, like for example, the being that is known as Jesus is obviously infinite, you know, when he's not embodied. And he will come on to, or I'm, I'm saying he loosely, but that being will be on different people's councils. It's not like they're like locked into one council. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> they're infinite. <Yeah. laughs> they're very high resonance order. Yes. So they can be in different councils. Okay? All at once, yeah. Yeah, all at once. And um, so different beings will step in. Um, what can happen, like as I said, as you rise in consciousness, also higher level beings will enter your council like the being that was known as the Buddha or the being known as the Christ or the being that was known as Thoth or whatever it is, okay? Mm -hmm. So they um, will come in based on, um, like I said, how high your own frequency resonance is and how fast you're moving, mm. okay? So they're very special. They are, like I said, what is their function? Their function is to help your frequency resonance rise, period, okay? If you stop, like you can choose to stop anytime. You have free will. You can just like, like I'm, I'm kind of like want to just stop rising in residence right now for whatever reason. Like say, say you chose that. Hmm. Your council would no longer, they would, it would shift mm -hmm. because remember, their, their only purpose is to help yeah. consciousness rise. So if you're not rising anymore, that's great. Bye. That's your choice. But why would they stay in your council? They're yeah. not going to. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so the council's fluid. The council is fluid. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're now, what I will say is, if you're a high enough resonance, okay, and you're holding that resonance deliberately, they'll stay in the council. Does that make sense? Because you haven't decided to like just oh, like yeah. peace out, yeah, that, right? Yeah, it, it's different because you're holding that resonance in a different way. Even okay. though you're not rising, if you're at high enough resonance and you hold that resonance, even though you may not be ascending, that in itself is it's helpful. Enough. Yeah, is enough. So I just want to make a distinction. Yeah, that's there. clear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, the council, like I said, is not. Um, Someone, you can't, uh, they give you permission to do certain things. It's not like you just ask them and then you get it. Does mm -hmm, that make sense? Mm -hmm. So, for example, I have on a very, very small number of occasions, like just a couple, um, been allowed to have people in a GFC, for example, in a very uh, fast-moving mastermind, um, come up and be in the residence of my council. But they granted me permission to do that. Okay, so for they, someone else. Yeah. So they. To come up. Yeah. So that. So because because I've I'm of a certain resonance. So therefore, my council is bigger. And I mean, this is not better than. Please know. It's just it happens to be bigger, and there are more beings in it than yeah. people of a lower resonance because sure. like that's just the way it is. Yeah. So if somebody who's of a lower resonance gets to be in that resonance, which is higher, they get a lot of momentum. Yes. So I was allowed, even though they're heavier, right? to bring them up momentarily and then let them and release them so okay. they can do whatever they do to adjust up. Does that make sense? Yes. That is not because I requested it. it they was, told you. Yeah, they granted it to me. Okay. It wasn't like I was just like, hey, guys, I'd like to put in my submission for what I would like to request this week. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's not how it works. It was allowed in that moment. Okay. okay. So not everybody has a council. Right. That's the thing because you, yeah. you have to be... Again, moving up in your resonance. Now, frequency work isn't the only way, obviously, that you can rise in your resonance. There are other ways. I yeah. don't actually know what they all are, but there are there other are ways. ways. Obviously, yeah. it's not just one way. There never is. Mm -hmm. And the next thing I wanted to talk about is um, your allies and your kin. Okay, so I just want to talk about these two things, and then I'm going to talk about guides. Okay. okay. Last. All right. And ascended masters. Yeah, and ascended masters tend to be guides, so we'll talk oh, about okay, that. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, so what is kin and what are allies? Okay. They're very different. So people may not know the word kin. It's an old word, which means like um, relative, related to. 
they're like close to you in some way, mm -hmm. okay? So if they're your kin, so if something of a higher order is your kin, it means that you run that resonance through you. So they're, you're, you're kind of like known to them. So for example, um, a lot of people will talk about the angels, mm -hmm. okay? But even say, for example, um, the dolphins or the fairies mm. or um, medicine horses, mm. if you have the resonance that's similar to theirs running through you, they recognize you as sort of like related, like you're part of them. They're, relate, mm -hmm. they're relatable to you in some way, just mm -hmm. like your family is kind mm -hmm. of. So, and as a result, because you have that running in you, it's easier to access that frequency because mm -hmm. it's already running in you. Mm -hmm. And they are predisposed towards helping you mm. because it's like, you know, your, your cousin or like your mom or like your brother, you know, but it's not quite, it's not like family, like in the human sense, but I just mean like that level of closeness. Do you mean, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a level totally. of closeness. It's not usual. Yes. And so, the, and again, you don't pick it. It kind of picks you. It picks you. Yeah. Yes. So there are people, for example, um, who are kin with the dolphins, right? And they've never, they've been, you know, I don't know, in the middle of the, in the continental United States and they've never seen dolphins, like they've never been near a dolphin sure. in their whole life, right? They're in somewhere like, Montana, okay? There's like no sea anywhere near them, okay? But they've had dreams of dolphins. They love dolphins. They don't know why they do. Mm -hmm. And then one day they go to the sea and all, and, you know, and they're like, oh, and, and then dolphins appear mm -hmm. out of nowhere. People are like, oh my God, the dolphins are here. Like the dolphins will show up and we'll start to do work on that person. Do you see, they'll start mm -hmm. to do work on that person, mm -hmm. even though they're not necessarily, do you see what I mean? They've been landlocked their whole life. Yeah, so there's yeah. a little example of this. So a friend of ours has a son and he has this in him. So he's kin with the dolphins. Okay. And ever since he was like four, he was like obsessed with dolphins, right? So if you wanted to make this kid happy, you would give him like a, stuff, like a stuffed animal that looked like a dolphin or like a dolphin sticker or like whatever it is. Like dolphin whatever something. thing with a dolphin on it, he wanted it. Yeah. Okay? So they lived in New Zealand at the time. And where there were, there were no dolphins. And um, anyway, they made this journey and they were going to go to meet somebody on a ferry or something like this. And so... As they get, they literally are approaching the pier, okay? They're literally, because they, they come from wherever they live mm -hmm. to this place. And dolphins swim into the harbor. This boy literally walks onto the pier and dolphins swim into the harbor. That never happens. Like we're in this particular place. Mm -hmm. They're like, why are the dolphins here? They were coming for him. Wow. They're like, mm -hmm. oh, look. Yay. It's our friend. Yeah. <laughs> and right. So, so they're. Because he's running that frequency. He's running that frequency. Feel that. And they're free. Yeah, they're his kin. So mm -hmm. they're just like, we're meaning our cousin. You know, it's not like our cousin, but you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like our family is here. So they came uh, and they were around a lot, and you know, and they were working on him, even though he was on the land and they were in the water. Make mm -hmm. sense? Mm -hmm. So things like this can happen. Mm -hmm. Like I said, it can happen with fairies, it can happen with all kinds of different things. Yeah. Right? So there are beings that are your kin, that you run that frequency of, that it feels very familiar to you, mm -hmm. okay? And they will show up to help you, mm -hmm. okay? So I wonder about my daughter, Pepper, because when she was like, she's only two, mm -hmm. but even when she was one, mm -hmm. she's seen Buddha heads. And mm -hmm. she would, before she would, was even really talking, she, was, she would look at one and go, oh, Dodie. And like, you know, she called it Dodie for some reason, mm -hmm. but it was like, it was like, watching her see a friend she hasn't seen in a million years. Mm -hmm. And then she became obsessed with Buddhas. Then now that she's talking more, she'll call them Buddha. When I wrap her in a towel after her bath, she goes, I'm like Buddha. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody so, taught her this at all. Yeah. She has this Buddha affinity. affinity. Yeah. So she's yeah. had multiple lifetimes 
being either with him and or reincarnating devoted to him. Oh, sense? So he is her friend. That okay? is so funny. So he sits in her council. Oh. It's actually, yeah. it's actually making me uh, It's emotional. making me too because I've seen her look at it like it was like an old, old friend. Because yeah. he is. Oh my she gosh. She knows him. So like sweet. on a very uh, deep level. And some, you know, some, some woman who's like, you, you could look at her and think maybe she's almost homeless, mm -hmm. like kind of out there, but yeah. she's not homeless. Yeah. You know, out there, but connected, but not here. She yeah. even said to Pepper, she doesn't know her. She's like, wow, she has Buddha energy. Yeah. And it was like, wow, that's so true. true. This Buddha theme. Like, yep. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, we can look for that. Yes. And see like, huh. So she's special. You're mm -hmm. doing all the work. Well, she's a new consciousness kid, first of all. Yep. You're doing the work that you're doing. Mm -hmm. So is your partner. Mm -hmm. And as a result, she already has a counselor too. I mean, it's kind of amazing. So cool. Right? So, and she knows him. And that's yeah. why he's there because he's like, this is my, not only is in her counsel, but he has a love for her because they have a connection that's more than usual. Okay, let's, she's special. Oh, okay. wow. So, so sweet. Um, mm. So that's... So that's, I just want to make that distinction. Yes, so the kin. kin. The kin and then counsel. So now we're okay. talking about allies. Allies. So there are beings that when you get to a certain level of resonance, okay, um, you can ask certain beings to be your ally. You, you're asking permission. Hmm. The fairy are not my kin. Okay, they're not my kin at all. They, mm -hmm. I don't run that frequency. It's not native to me. You don't me. Like, connect don't, with it really. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's not my, that's not who I am. Yeah. But they are my allies because they have granted me that permission. So okay. they've indicated to me that they are. So that means that if I need them, I can call them mm. and they'll come. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that to me is very special. So it's like a, it's like a, a special friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So they're your allies. Mm -hmm. So any number of beings can be someone's allies. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, but you, I just want to make this really clear to people. You have to be clear enough to be able to do it. Okay. So meaning you have to be of a certain resonance before you can ask you before, can request. Before you can request, and they'll, and they'll answer, and it mm -hmm. be the thing that you're asking for. So meaning, in all of this, I just want to make it clear that it requires a certain clarity of your frequency resonance. Because a lot of times, what can happen, so first of all, the council won't even appear until you're moving up in resonance, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. With um, the kin and for the allies, the kin, that, that frequency is running through you, but you need to be clear enough in your own resonance to have certain things happen. Like, you know, with that boy, with the dolphins, for example, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. Things can show up as your allies that look like something or like your guides that look light but are really dark. So meaning they're trying to be like, hey, you desperately want to be special and I know you love fairies, so I'm going to show up as a fairy or as an angel or as somebody because I want to come into your space and you so badly want to be connected with these things, mm. I'll use that to come in. Oof. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying this, not because it's about better than or worse than. It's about really your frequency resonance. When you clear your distortions and you become stronger internally and you're not vested or attached in having these things be this way for you because it means something about you and how special you are, that's when they become apparent to you. Mm. Because when you have that yearning, that desire, it can be manipulated actually by the darkness, right? So you have to be a little bit mindful about Well, I mean, you've said presents. yourself, like, yearning is like, you don't want to yearn. Uh, you have said, we had talked about this in the past, because that implies you don't have, have it. Have it, yes. And, and now you're 
putting out scarcity, basically. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The yearning means like a grand, uh, strong desire for something. Right. Often that you is don't have. Is an indicator. And you're lacking. Yeah. Yeah. That you're in lack. That you don't have that thing. That you're right. in scarcity. Exactly. Right. Yep. So um, just for you guys to know. Okay. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about um, being aware in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the next thing. Um, so that's allies. Okay. Yep. So I just want to talk about allies. Kin and counsel. Counsel, don't forget, is the highest level. Yeah. Okay, this is not. It's not even close to these other two other okay. two things. Now, um, the uh, guides. Yeah. Travel guides, because a lot of people will ask about guides. You know, you have guides around you. So yes. So guides tend to be. Um, well, they are there because whether or not you have an awareness, you have a relationship with them, and they're meant. There's an agreement. It's not a contract. It's just an agreement, like between friends. Mm -hmm. I'm going to help you get to here, okay? So meaning, so some guides will be with you for a short period of time, mm -hmm. right? Like my job is to get you from here to here, mm -hmm. right? Once you get here, I'm, I'm out, mm -hmm. right? So we agreed that I would help you in this way. Probably you've helped them, mm -hmm. whatever it is, but there's like some kind of help, mm -hmm. okay? Some guides are with you for a lot longer. It mm -hmm. really depends on your relationship with the guide, what the agreement is between the two of you, what your relationship is when you're not in embodiment. Mm -hmm. Some guides, okay, I just want to, this may get, it's getting, it gets a little overlappy, okay, because it is, it's not linear. Okay. Some guides are, are beings that are in what I call your soul family. Oh, yeah, we've kind of talked about this. Yes, okay. that's right. So people who you have reincarnated with many, many times before, okay, so mm -hmm. meaning. Soul groups. Soul groups. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they're there to help you accelerate and ascend. Right, it's kind of like the, um, it's kind of like a, a version of the council, but you know they're like your buddies, right? You you tend to reincarnate. And these are actual people. Yeah, uh, no, they're beings. Okay, so they're not necessarily oh. humans. Oh. Okay. Okay. So they're they're beings who are not incarnate right now, right? Oh. So here they are. Okay. Okay. So you might have been you might have been in, in family groups, in past lives. Mm -hmm. It might have been that you were close friends. It might have been that you um, actually didn't know each other at all very well, but that you came together and in that short period of time that you interacted, there was like something that sparked mm -hmm. and each of you learned from it. For example, mm -hmm. that would be somebody who's part of your soul family. Does that make sense? And you can never be embodied together? You no, know, you can be. But you're just talking about the non-embodied Yeah, I'm talking version. about the non-embodied version. Okay, yes. Got it. So sometimes you are embodied together, mm -hmm. sometimes you're not. Okay. So a guide can be somebody who's part of your soul family or soul group mm -hmm. that's not embodied that's not embodied when you are. that's correct got it okay that can guide you <laughs> yes that's right okay so they can show up okay um there are beings that are um ascended masters who can show up to be your guides mm -hmm. okay so for example like thoth for example the egyptian god thoth who also showed up as hermes in greece he's very old um, he's been around for a long time, but he, Ascended Masters to me, okay, this is just my version of what an Ascended Master is. I don't know that necessarily uh, everyone would agree, but it's Ascended Master is somebody who is incarnated once, at least as a human, and then ascended in their consciousness beyond oh, the mm -hmm. human, okay? okay? So Thoth has really accelerated in terms of the consciousness levels that he has um, experienced and can access, mm -hmm. but he still has a memory of his humanness because okay. he experienced it. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. so ascended masters can show up as guides, that type of thing, mm -hmm. right? So there's any number of beings that can be your guide mm -hmm. because they can, um, you know, some star beings can show up as guides, mm. for example, mm -hmm. right? So there's no limit on like sort of the form. The the challenge again is to just be aware of this very key thing. That if the guide or your ally is truly who they say they are, 
Okay, so they're in alignment with pure source. When they show up, and if you see them around you or you feel them Sense in meditation them. or feel them or whatever, mm -hmm. they will not press into your space. They won't try to come into you. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? They won't, mm -hmm. not trying to like get, not trying to get too close to you. Mm -hmm. They're like respectfully away from you. Mm -hmm. Please, people, do this. Whatever appears to you, I don't care how they look to you. I don't care how bright they are, how glowy they are, how amazing they seem. Please ask, are you completely aligned with pure source? Okay, you ask that first. And okay. they can't lie? Yeah, well, they can't actually. Oh, okay. They're not allowed to. So if they're, the, if they're dark, an entity, they'll change shape. They'll dissolve, oh. they'll diminish, they'll get smaller, they'll disappear. They can't. When you ask them that question, they can't. they're not allowed to. I don't know why. Um, that's just a uh, first. I, they just do. Okay. okay. So I always ask that. I'm yes. like, who, who are you? Yeah. You know, like just because you look all glorious that's, doesn't, mean, doesn't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 Right. And so um, if they hold their form, if they get brighter, for example, then you know that they are. So it's good. And like I said, they won't try to come into you. They're not mm -hmm. trying to trick you. They're just like respectfully. Like if I didn't, if we kind of, if I remembered you from a past lifetime, but you don't remember me, I'm not going to come right up and hug you. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I would be like, hey, Tia. Like I would hold my, like, yeah. how are you? I don't know that you remember me. Yeah, there's, you know, a there's obvious an obvious respect. Like, yeah. respect. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, I'm trying to see like how comfortable are you are with me being in your field, right? Right, because you don't remember me. I might remember you, but you don't remember me. Mm -hmm. So because I love you, I'm not just going to come like into your. That would just so be that's a rude. red flag if that happens. Yes, exactly. So just right. be aware of that. Okay. So, anyhow, guides can be really valuable. What I will say is, the biggest thing is to know that, um, and this is going to sound terrible depending on how you receive it. <laughs> Guides can be extremely helpful and you don't need them, okay? Because really, it's about clarifying yourself. You are strong enough to clarify yourself, to do the work, to release the distortion patterns, to rise in your frequency resonance. The guides are like extra gravy, right? Mm -hmm. They're there as like a nicety, mm -hmm. but they're not required for you to, to rise in your frequency resonance and to awaken. I just want to make that really clear to people. Because yeah. some people are like, I don't even know if I have guides. You don't need them. Yeah, doesn't okay? really matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. you've said that before, like crystals, guides, angels, they're all tools, Yeah. right? But they're not, it's just you and pure source. source. Yes, that's, that's the most important thing. It's it. really about your relationship to pure source. So all those other experiences are wonderful mm -hmm. and they're amazing mm -hmm. and they can really be profound and like mystical and like just like kind of like breathtaking. And again, you don't need it to awaken. So, cause some people are like, I don't feel anything. It's okay that you don't feel anything. Yeah. You don't need all the bells and the whistles. And that and the... almost kind of gives you power away too, exactly. right? To something outside yes, of you. Exactly. And right. if you start to rely on those things, as opposed yeah. to doing the work yourself, mm -hmm. exactly, you give your power away. It's not about them, it's about you. They're... Now, if you, if you do have them, they would want you to keep your power. That's the point, right? right? For you to recognize your own authority, your own power by clarifying yourself, mm. releasing the density, coming into the memory of who you truly are as infinite indestructible consciousness. Mm. So they're there to help you and you know, they don't want you to give them your power. That's mm -hmm. not what their function is, mm -hmm. you know? Thank you for that distinction. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a lot of info. I think, yeah. I think we need to like digest. <laughs> yeah, totally. Let it come. Because a lot of it is, you know, like we've said before, like the unseen. Yeah. That can be a lot for some people. It's not yeah. like very linear yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. But thank you. Very important. Yeah. You're most welcome. 
For those of you who are new, we're about to start the Group Frequency Calibration, or GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down, or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find that they go into varying degrees of altered state. Please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay, here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for allies, guides, and the council. Help from the higher realms. So the higher and clearer your frequency resonance is, the more aware you are that you are receiving help, the more clear and of a higher resonance the help will be, and the more help you'll receive. So today what we're going to be doing with this particular group frequency calibration is to give you more momentum so that you can have more of all of those three things. So settling in, becoming aware of your body, and as you become aware of your body, becoming aware of the backs of your knees. Noticing what they're touching, if they're warm or cool or slightly damp or dry, just noticing the backs of your knees. Good. And now please notice the nape of your neck. So as you notice the back of your neck, just becoming aware of the air against it or perhaps your hair, if your hair is longer, just noticing the hair at the back of the neck. Noticing if there's tension or holding it's resting against something or slumped forward, just noticing the nape of your neck. And then whenever you've completed noticing the nape of your neck, becoming aware of your breath. And as you become aware of your breath, just noticing it at first without changing it. 
noticing if you have a desire to change it or if you can just notice it. And after a few breaths, allowing your breath to deepen, to become much more elongated, to allow it to come further and deeper into the body. You're not forcing your breath, just allowing it to take up more space. Good. And as your breath becomes more full, beginning to imagine it expanding and contracting in all directions around you like a balloon. So most people don't think about the direction of their breath, and if they do, they usually think about it in front of them. But in this case, if you can imagine it starting to expand and contract like a balloon, yeah, in all directions around you, what we're doing is cultivating what I call spherical awareness. Good. And now please become aware of your surroundings. So noticing the soundscape around you, both on your end and on my end. And as you notice your soundscape, noticing the direction from which the sounds are coming. And paying, very, paying particular attention to those sounds that are repetitive, that become sort of like white noise for us. You know, but the hum perhaps of the fridge or the uh, churning of a washing machine in the background, or perhaps the whirring of a fan. Just noticing these noises that repeat that we don't necessarily pay attention to. And then when you're ready, blinking your eyes open and noticing the quality of the light, which changes all the time. So you're not really looking at anything in particular. You're just noticing the quality of the light. And now, keeping your eyes open, please triangulate. So for those of you who are new, triangulation is when you 
become aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. What those objects are is not important. And what you will notice is the distance between each object and you, and then feel that distance. So, for example, if object A is the armchair, and you notice that the armchair is about seven feet to you, you would notice that seven feet from the armchair to you, and then feel that distance. And you would do the same thing for objects B and C. And as you do this, your sense of where you are in space will become more in focus, more present for you, and more clear. And whenever you have finished triangulating, blinking your eyes closed, and bringing your attention to the midpoint of your solar plexus, breathing normally. So your solar plexus is right in the middle of your body. It's between your belly button and the base or the bottom of your sternum. Your sternum is that really thick, big bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. Okay, so it runs right down the center. So from the bottom of that sternum, all the way to your belly button is your solar plexus. So just bring your attention right into wherever the very center of that is for you. Yeah. Blinking your eyes closed if you haven't already. Keeping a hand or a finger on the center point. Let's take a nice deep breath together, inhaling, holding your breath for a count of five, releasing your breath whenever you are ready at the speed and intensity that you prefer, holding your breath out for a count of six. And after you complete that one long breath, keeping your eyes closed, breathing normally, keeping your attention on that center point of the solar plexus. So what we are doing now is we are waiting for the mastermind to coalesce and become coherent. So whilst we are doing that, please know that I am working on you at the group and the subgroup level that I sometimes work in silence. It really depends on how high the frequencies are and how fast the mastermind is moving. So the higher the frequencies, the more quiet I become because in order for me um, to work at those high level frequencies for it to benefit you, I don't make physical noise. That just drops the frequency resonance, okay? Um, also, uh, I do make sound so you may hear me hum, yawn, or exhale sharply. And that's sometimes to uh, release some of the heavier, stickier distortion patterns. Not always, but sometimes. And if I say something that really resonates with you, it's likely yours. And if I say something that you really resist, it's also likely a distortion pattern that's running through you. So it's helpful, I found, 
to remain open, curious, and to examine further. Good. So now that the mastermind has become coherent, bringing your attention now, please, to the heart space in the center of your chest in your nipple line. Okay, so this is not your physical heart. Right in the center of your chest in your nipple line. Good. Let's ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And for those of you who are new, that question again is how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space in the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this space, imagining a brilliance at its very center that starts to brighten even more because you have your attention on it. And as this brilliance starts to intensify, it expands outwards in all directions, out through all your cells, through your organs, out through your bones, your muscles, and your flesh out through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and the outer perimeter of your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Please notice the brilliance within the sphere. And now please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm working at spirit level to pull your frequency resonance up. This is one of the most important things we do together because your frequency resonance and how high it is 
determines everything from how your life looks, how you feel about your life, how much momentum you have spiritually, and how much distortion you can release. Good. Please become aware now of the inside of your lower ribs. So the first distortion that we're going to release has to do with um, sensitivity to the emotions of those around you and of the collective. Okay, so even if you're not aware that some of what you feel actually isn't yours. It's the worry, fear, stress, anxiety, anger, hatred, whatever all that stuff is, out in the world or even in people closer to you. So that's the first thing we're going to release, okay? So to give you more space between what they feel and what you experience, okay? Because that emotional experience is heavier in resonance and slows your momentum down a lot. Okay, so let's release this. Bringing your attention now, please, to the midpoint of your heart space. So again, your heart in the center of your chest, in your nipple line. And if you can imagine going deep into the center of your body, however deep that is for you, is perfect. Just bring your attention to the center of your heart space, deep within the body. So there's a number of distortion here, okay? The first has to do with um, non-worthiness of receiving help. The second distortion pattern has to do with lack of clarity on uh, when you're receiving it, okay? So sort of like not even knowing that you're receiving it or being confused or uh, not knowing what's of a higher resonance like pure source or something darker. 
Okay, that can also be in that mix. And a third is the attachment to being helped. Okay, so some people, um, whether they want to admit it or not, derive some significance or feeling important because they have people guiding them. Okay, and so therefore they are attached to receiving guidance. Attachment to the guidance actually prevents more of it from coming in. And it tends to, if you start to attach to the guidance, lower frequency things or darker things can start to uh, realize that you have an attachment to it and it can muddy the waters quite significantly. Okay. So let's release all these three things. Bringing your attention now, please, to that xiphoid process, but just right at the bottom of that sternum again. So right at the bottom of the sternum, all the way down in a direct line towards your belly button by three inches or seven centimeters, I'm just going to clear out your pain body because your pain body uh, remembers you before the frequency work and it just makes it harder to integrate and slower. So just clearing this out, resetting it. Only takes a couple of seconds. Good. This brings us to the end of this group frequency calibration. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support. If you'd like an opportunity to ask me questions in real time, then subscribe to the Spherical Luminosity YouTube channel and click the reminder bell to be notified when I'm about to go on live. For the latest news about upcoming events and to be notified when sessions with me are released, subscribe to our newsletter. Join us and let's rise together.